At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg back here. It's The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always follow me on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Great night in Major League Baseball for us as the uh, baseball car went 4-1 and one, and uh, the play of the day was a juicy one. Plus 200 chase with an alternate run line of minus 2.5 for the Marlins over the Nationals. They win 5-1, to one, so we cashed that, improving our overall record to 79-51-3 and, three, and uh, the play of the day record 26-14-1 as the Nationals continue to look like a uh, Little League team throwing the ball around at just the most inopportune times. Uh, How about the Yankees against the Orioles? Aaron Judge blasted two home runs in this game, and it should have been three. The new dimensions in left field in Camden Yards took away a home run from Judge. It would have been his first home run of the game. It was his first at bat. He hits a double over the left fielder's head. It goes off the wall. Now, Remember, they pushed back the wall in left field. It's like 390, whatever, and they raised it to 12 feet. And so Judge hits it off the wall in, uh, it would have been a home run in every other Major League ballpark. 29 of 30 ballparks, it would have been a home run. Instead, it goes for a double, and uh, Judge winds up hitting two home runs later on in this game. He now is... Uh, he has 14 home runs now on the season. That leads all of Major League Baseball. He's got 14 home runs. He's got, let's see, where is he at right now, Judge? 14 homers, 30 RBIs. He's batting 315, and this dude is going to get paid. Yankees got to open up the checkbook and just give him whatever he wants. He's the face of this franchise and right now playing in a contract year. And this is something that we had talked about prior to the season when when looking at the MVP odds, that maybe Judge in a contract year would play for, would would be a, a great pick. The fear, well, I guess whatever, call it fear or whatever, uh, the reason that... Um, kind of backed off of it is the Yankees could have possibly gotten a deal done with him before the season. 
and they didn't. So taking a look right now, the latest odds in the American League, you can still get six to one on Aaron Judge. That's probably going to change though. Otani's the favorite, followed by Trout and Vladdy. And Aaron Judge is next, but I bet you Judge moves up as the second or third favorite behind Otani to win the American League MVP. In fact, yeah, I'm seeing uh, Otani, Trout, and Judge, one, two, three. That's, I would say, maybe even above Trout be Judge is what I, is what I would say. He is just a man on a mission right now. And the Yankees, this team is incredible. This team is incredible. They've won three straight now after having, um, you know, a little winning streak snapped when they lost to the White Sox. They um, have taken two straight here from the Orioles. They still have two more games. It's a four-game series, not a three-game series. So it is a four-game series. Garrett Cole and Jordan Lyles on the hill here on Wednesday. So a huge edge for the Yankees here on Wednesday. And just taking a quick look at that line. Yankees minus 255. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. Now we had three doubleheaders here on Tuesday. You had the White Sox and the Royals. Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. And the Mets and Cardinals. Game 1's. It was the White Sox, 3-0 over the Royals. Dodgers, 7-6 over the Diamondbacks. Mets, 3-1 over the Cardinals. Game two, Cardinals got the split, winning 4-3 over the Mets. The Royals got the split, winning 2-1 over the White Sox. But the Dodgers finished up the sweep by beating the Diamondbacks 12-3. So two of the three game twos go under as uh, the Mets number hit seven, and that total was at eight. So the Dodger game, the only game that went over, that means we go uh, one, uh, we go two unders and one over. So doubleheader game twos, the unders are now 10 and seven. So they started out five and zero, oh, then there was a little bit of regression, actually a lot of bit. And uh, today, two and one on the game two unders for the double headers. Now, I'm trying to see if I can take advantage now of an, a, a possible under for these teams coming up here on Wednesday. Just thinking about how the double header takes a lot out of these players and what they're going to look like, what their production's going to look like on Wednesday especially if it's a day game. Now, only one of these series will feature a day game, and that's the Dodgers against the Diamondbacks. I'd love to take the under. However, you know, Walker Bueller's pitching for the Dodgers, which, sure, could be a good for the under. And Zach Davies going for the Diamondbacks, and I don't really love Zach Davies if I need an under here. But the other thing is, how could you bet an under? And and it's so, here's, here's the thing. It's so scary with the Dodgers to bet an under 
But in reality, the Dodgers are actually kind of even when it comes to their splits. They're actually 17-16-2 to the under this season. So it's fairly even over under on the Dodgers. Now, it says 8.5 there on your screen. What I'm seeing right now is 8, which shows me that it's having a number as low as 8 is telling me that the double header followed up by a day game is baked into this line. Now, if I see it at you know, if it stays at 8.5 in some books, if it goes to 9, I I would like the under at 9. This is a one o'clock start in LA. And just taking a look at both teams' schedules. So the Dodgers will be going for the four game sweep here over the Diamondbacks. And it's getaway day. Let's see. It's getaway day for the Dodgers, technically, but it's not because they have an off day on Thursday. And. I just don't know how I feel about that. Now, let me look at this Dodgers schedule. And let me see. Okay. So they were off on Friday, May 6th because of a postponement, a game that was rained out in Chicago. That led to them having a doubleheader against the Cubs on Saturday, May 7th, in which they swept that doubleheader. 7-0 and 6-2. They followed that up with a day game on Sunday. At least I believe that was a day game, unless that was Sunday Night Baseball. And you know what? It was Sunday Night Baseball. All right, so it wasn't a day game the following day. But it was a 7-1 Dodger win after the doubleheader the following day. So the Dodgers have not been off since. They play the 7th, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and two games on the 17th. So from the 7th to the 17th, so it's 10 straight days without an off day. They have an off day coming up here on Thursday. Again, I, I don't know if it's a if if this is the situational handicap here. Like I said, it is. It's not technically getaway day. It's not like they're hurrying up to get a flight because they have to get to Philadelphia for a game on Thursday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare off on thursday so not exactly the case there but 
under would be my first lean. Just got to shop around for the right number. Here's what we do have uh, on the schedule for Wednesday. Braves and Brewers will play. Uh, That is an early start. Uh, These two teams have split first two games of this series. The Tigers and Rays in a day game. These two teams also split the first two days of this series. Giants and Rockies. And this is the Giants going for a sweep. And ah, I wish it was a better. You see, the Giants are also off on Thursday. So while it is getaway day, not exactly a rush to get out of town because it is a off day here on Thursday. Uh, what else we have here coming up on Wednesday? Day games. You got the Twins and the A's. Both of these teams split first two games of this series. We talked about the Diamondbacks and Dodgers, and that's it for your day slate. And then we have uh, plenty of games coming up on Wednesday night. We will get into all things Major League Baseball coming up next. Former Major League player Cody Decker. Uh, will join me here on the program. He is the host of Big Time Baseball on Odyssey, the BetMGM Baseball Podcast. Get his thoughts on top teams right now in both the American and National League, World Series favorites, and go through some of the games coming up here on Wednesday. This is The Look Ahead. Here with me, Scott Seidenberg on VCIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Draft like no other, wine like no other. Play free during the PGA Tour with the Mayomi Dare to Play Unrivaled Golf Series. Enter five free contests to take your shot at a share of $25,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Mayomi now to join the action. Mayomi, flavor forward. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Scott Sadenberg back here. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Let's continue the Major League Baseball talk with former big leaguer, host of the BetMGM MLB podcast, Cody Decker, joining me on the look ahead. And Cody, I want to talk about my New York Yankees first because Aaron Judge had himself a night in Baltimore, and this dude, for, for first of all, he's going to get paid. But secondly, he's the AL MVP right now, even ahead of Shohei Otani. And I don't know, it, he's got to stay healthy, but if he continues this tear, I don't know if anyone's beaten him for this award. Um, If he continues this tear, absolutely. But here's the thing. It's what you just said. If he continues this tear, it's not because he's not capable of continuing this tear. He absolutely is. And there's one thing that we all noticed and watched this last offseason. The Yankees and Judge didn't get a single 
penny closer to a deal than they were supposed to, and they said they were going to get a deal done. As of right now, Aaron Judge is worth maybe $900 million. Here's the truth, though. They're banking, like I think a lot of people might be banking, that is he cannot stay healthy. I don't know. I have, have we seen a full year of Aaron Judge truly healthy yet? I haven't, so I'm a little hesitant to think that he can do this all season long. Although, if he stays healthy... Dude, he's going to have an, a biblical year. Yeah, 14 homers, 30 RBIs already. The Yankees 27-9 and nine with a plus 74 run differential already right now. Are they going to run away with the American League East? No. They are not, mm. because at the end of the day, you got the Tampa Bay Rays in the same division as you, and the Tampa Bay Rays quietly win 95 to 105 games every single year. Right now, I know the Yankees are really feeling themselves, as they should, man. Only nine losses in this type of year. Pretty monstrous so far. But keep in mind, this was a team that three weeks ago, everyone in the Bronx was panicking about as if they were the worst team in New York, uh, of which technically they might actually be. That's how good the Mets are right now. But the Yankees are still stunning at the moment. They're pitching great. Hell, look at Cole. Cole is their ace. He's looked like their number three, but that's not because Cole's pitching bad. That's because the other starters have absolutely stepped up. In fact, this team should only have seven losses, but they have the shakiest closer in Major League Baseball right now. Yeah, listen, if I was if I was Aaron Boone, I'd strongly consider Clay Holmes as the closer, because this dude has completely transitioned himself into one of the most elite relief pitchers in Major League Baseball. He's untouchable. And it's it's amazing because when he was in Pittsburgh, this was not the type of pitcher he was. So whatever changed since coming to the Yankees, because it started halfway through last season, and in this season, hard to find anybody out of the bullpen that's been better than Clay Holmes. Absolutely. And yes, he should be starting to get the looks for that closer nod. Hell, you're already watching Chapman start getting pulled away from that closer spot. He's not throwing good pitches. He's not in the zone very much. He's walking a lot of guys. And quite frankly, we don't care about it as much right now. But when it gets closer to September, you better believe Chapman is either closing out games like he used to, or you're not going to see Chapman wearing pinstripes ever again. So you stay in the American League East. You like the Rays. I like the Rays, too. The Boston Red Sox uh, certainly not performing up to expectations. They tried to play home run derby there uh, against uh, the Astros today, but Houston was the only ones hitting them out of the ballpark, it seemed. Five off of Nathan Yavaldi in one inning. That's embarrassing. What is the biggest problem with the Red Sox that you've seen this season? Believe it or not, it's not their offense, even though their offense has been pretty poor to start the year. Offensively, you know this team's going to be perfectly fine. Up and down that lineup, they are a juggernaut. But pitching-wise, losing Chris Sale at the beginning of the year, that absolutely screwed them. Eovaldi is not looking very good so far. Their pitching has been absolutely atrocious. Quite frankly, their pitching wasn't looking that good going into the season. They needed everybody healthy and pitching to the very best of their capability, and you expected the offense to be there, but the offense hasn't been there either. Trevor Story off to a terrible start to the season. I think he's going to be perfectly fine. Hell, he's going to be there for another seven years, so he better be fine. Do you think the Twins can sustain what they're doing in the Central? I don't. 
I really don't. I think Carlos Correa is a difference maker, but again, Carlos Correa does not stay healthy for the entire season, and we know that the White Sox, despite their terrible start to the season, when I say terrible, they're right around 500, so if, if that's your terrible season, it could be a lot worse, but I've got to say, we all know that the White Sox aren't playing up to their capability right now. They are by far the best team in that division. They got the best arms, they have the best bullpen, and their offense can go toe-to-toe with anyone in Major League Baseball, with the exception of maybe be the Dodgers. What about in the West? Uh, Angels, Astros, it seems like a two-team race. Who do you think ultimately wins this one out? Um, I, if we're going between those two teams, I'm going to go over history, and that would be the Houston Astros. Yeah. This team is absolutely looking great. The Angels is a team that I want to win, but I truly, and I've used this example before, but right now, the Angels, I feel like if I'm telling you to bet on the Angels right now, I am simply just a real estate broker in Florida in 2005. I feel like the <laughs> bubble is going to burst very soon, but until then, I'm going to tell you to keep on taking those Angels until that bubble bursts. But eventually... August will come around and that bubble's going to burst. The team I actually like in that division, who has let me down thus far, is the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. I, got, I was able to get them at a plus 450 ticket to start the year, and they have just not played up to their expectations thus far. Long season ahead of them, and again, the A's and the Rangers in that division, so they can get a lot of wins and get their footing in this division, but they got to they gotta start stepping on the gas pedal now. It is getting late. Let's talk about the National League here, Cody. The Mets obviously leading the NL East, but... Will they sustain this lead? I read an article by John Harper, a longtime baseball writer, wrote a great piece about how the the advanced numbers for the Mets uh, are are concerning because they're in the bottom half of the league in like hard hit percentage. They have 54 infield singles this year, which is like 20 more than the next highest team. They're they're dinking and dunking, and yes, they're beating the shift. They're not striking out. They're they're Swinging for contact, which is what Buck Showalter is teaching, right? It's it's It looks good, but is it sustainable when you're not hitting the ball out of the ballpark, where you're not mashing at a 95-plus mile-an-hour exit velo? Any concern that regression could be coming for the Mets? Honest to God, none whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. I truly, for the first time in my lifetime, truly believe that this is the Mets team that can go deep into October. This is the team that I think every Mets fan has been waiting for for a long time, despite the fact that this team even made it to the World Series in 2015. But this team, this is the first time I'm looking at this team this early in the season going like they're not going anywhere. The Braves right now, they're not looking at their best. The Phillies have the worst defense of any team I have ever seen in professional baseball, not major leagues, <laughs> professional baseball. They have an amazing offense, but my God, if you hit a ball into that defense, so many extra bases are going to be taken on that team. So, and their pitching staff is not very good either. Um, what do we expect out of the Marlins? They got some great arms, but offensively, they're just not there. And by the way, the Nats are a double-A team. So right now, the Mets... Yeah, they're gonna not only going to win this division, I expect them to run away with this division. The way they're making contact with the ball, believe it or not, they're not the only team. Plus, with the dead balls at the moment and no adjustments to the shift just yet, looking at teams beating the shift, the Rockies have been beating the shift. Hell, I was at two Dodger games last week, and I watched the Phillies absolutely annihilate the Dodgers' shift. Hmm. And it absolutely helped because they took three of four from the best team in Major League Baseball. And I do say that by a wide margin. So what is it about the Dodgers that sets them apart? It's just the lineup you think is just so much better than everybody else. That Even though, I mean, look, the Padres are right there with them. The Giants are right there with them. The Giants, by the way, 
Uh, can we finally put some respect on this team's name? It's only been two years with the way that they've been performing. Yet it just, I mean, last year, no one bought in on them. And this year, no one's buying in on them. I don't know why no one will listen to me. The San Francisco Giants will be in playoffs this October. I don't care if you don't know eight out of the nine players in that lineup. <laughs> There's one thing that San Francisco can do better than almost everyone in baseball. They are one of the three teams that follow the Rays model. The Rays model is simply self-sustaining organization that constantly turns out superstars. How about this? The Rays, they keep trading away their all-stars and somehow getting better. Yeah. Basically, every single time, if you're a GM, you get a phone call from the Rays about your prospect. Instead of trading him, call him to the big leagues and assign him to a five-year extension. <laughs> it's wild. You're right. They keep trading guys away and they keep calling up new guys. And it's like, where did this guy come from? Yeah, it's because their farm system, they do such a great job of scouting and developing talent. It's not just about signing guys or drafting guys. It's about developing guys in your minor league system. Cody, do me a favor. Hang on for another segment. Let's go through the board on Wednesday. I want to talk about some of these matchups and see if you might have a couple of leans on these games. Plus, how do teams respond after playing a doubleheader? I want to get your inside information because you have experience, obviously, playing in double headers. I'm Scott Sadenberg. He's Cody Decker. You check out Cody, the Bad MGM MLB podcast. Does a tremendous job there. Also, uh, for Odyssey, uh, great stuff, big time baseball. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now till the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Montobo has his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil is going to break down all the action on the ice. All the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs, we'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Points Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash spring. Scott Sandenberg back here, rejoined by Cody Decker, former major leaguer, host of the BetMGM MLB podcast by BetQL. And Cody, let me ask you something about schedule and routine as a former player. I like looking at situational spots when it comes to a player's routine or the way that managers handle their teams based on the schedule. There were three doubleheaders here on Tuesday. I'm looking at the schedule for these teams now on Wednesday, and I'm thinking an under might be a look, especially in the Dodger game, because it's a day game after they just played a doubleheader. Talk to me about how the schedule, when you do play a doubleheader, is, is different or however it varies from a normal day, and how does your body respond the next day? Well, here's an interesting thing. You actually, during the break, gave me your little system, and it's actually quite clever. <laughs> but yes, after a day game, if you have a getaway day, hopefully you're hopefully going to have a day game. That obviously makes the travel a lot better. But I will tell you this. Major League travel is a lot less painful than you might think. 
We, I mean, we went, you go straight from the clubhouse door into a bus that takes you directly to your plane itself. You walk on and you have your own row and no one's sitting down. And everybody's having luxury meals and having all the drinks they want. Uh, so when it comes to travel, is it painful at times? Yeah, you're getting into altitude. You're probably going to have some swelling issues, but you also got to keep in mind a team like the Dodgers who may have a day off the next day. Also, the Dodgers are kind of a weird exception to this rule because as we talked about last segment, the Giants with their Rays model and every single player they bring up is just phenomenal. The Dodgers follow the same model. I don't know how they do it, but they develop in a way that every guy they bring up for AAA that replaces one of their superstars that are high priced somehow are better. I don't know how these three teams do it, hmm. but they always pull up better players than they already have. So what about a doubleheader? Like, how does that mess with you as a player? If Especially if it's a guy that played a full two games. I yeah. mean, let's be real clear. You're on your feet for seven hours, potentially. It takes a lot out of you. One game takes quite a bit out of you. If you played both games in that doubleheader and they have you going the day game the next day, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm very inclined to go with the under in that ball game. Um, double headers into a day game already sounds like a miserable, painful experience. Just to, I'm getting chills and sweating right now <laughs> thinking about that. Oh my God, that is horrid. I would not want to do that, but I, I have no doubt based on the player I was, I would have had to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some of these games coming up here on Wednesday. See if we like any of these spots. Uh, we mentioned that Dodgers game against the Diamondbacks. I, I would lean under just because of the doubleheader situation here on Tuesday, but it's Zach Davies on the hill for the Diamondbacks, and I'm afraid that the Dodgers can score eight by themselves. That is the worry. But on the flip side, on the Diamondbacks side, the Diamondbacks who have a very good offense, Walker Bueller going for the Dodgers tomorrow, I think Walker Bueller is going to have himself one hell of an outing. Why do I think that? His last outing, which got moved up a day in during the Clayton Kershaw Messed scratch against the Phillies, yeah. Yeah, that was about as bad of a start as he's ever had. You better believe Walker Buehler is going to prove something tomorrow to just about everybody. So I think he's going to hold the Diamondbacks to probably a shutout ball game. And uh, yeah, the, can the Dodgers put up eight on their own? Yes, they absolutely can. This team, this team when they're going, they, they almost seem bored when they're beating up on all these other teams. It's just unbelievable how they go about their business. There's something about their aura when they come on the field. It's just they seem like they had already won the ball game before they got there. <laughs> uh, the Yankees will take on the Orioles. Garrett Cole against Jordan Lyles. The Bombers are heavily favored at minus 255, so you'd probably look at them on the run line to reduce that juice, and I can't blame you with their offense, but do we expect another solid performance from Garrett Cole who has really turned it on his last few starts? Yes, I'm expecting to take a K prop over tomorrow. I haven't seen what it is. If I'm bored to guess right now, it's going to probably be at seven and a half, but it's against the Orioles. So maybe as high as eight and a half. I don't care. I'm taking the over hmm. anyways. He's going to K 12 guys tomorrow. Is this team going to put up a lot of runs? Yeah, there's something they just love about playing in Camden yards. This team is just on a roll. And like we said, Garrett Cole. Um, he's always going to be a front runner for the Cy Young, but this year I think he really, really wants it, especially after last year's playoff situation and how many people have been calling for his head. The guy has been the best pitcher in baseball, arguably for the last three years. Well, speaking of Cy Young's Max Scherzer takes the hill against Jordan Hicks, the Mets minus two ten at home against the Cardinals. The last time we saw Scherzer, the Mets lost two to one 
to the Mariners. He goes seven innings, allows just one run, and yet the Mets lose that game. I joked around on Twitter, and I was serious, but it was a joke that now Jacob DeGrom feel now Max Scherzer knows what it's like to be Jacob DeGrom because <laughs> Jacob DeGrom was the best pitcher on the planet for a two-year span, still is, but from 2018 to 2020 when he had the, the, the Cy Young seasons, right? He's the best pitcher on the planet, yet he had a losing record. The Mets had a losing record in his games because the bullpen kept blowing stuff for him and they just had no run support. So I joked around that Scherzer felt that last start. Then it, you know, got a bank, got a bet on him to just continue to have a strong season. He's been incredible. It's been unbelievable. He will always be unbelievable. The guy <laughs> is a living fountain of youth. The, I don't know how he's doing it. Him and Justin Verlander, whatever they are doing, just copy them because they're incredible. Yeah, I, I like this game tomorrow. Obviously, it's heavily, heavily favored towards the Mets. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little too heavily favored. I get that he's on the mound. Uh, he sure was on the mound tomorrow, but obviously take a look at that run line. However, I'm definitely looking to play the under in this ball game. Scherzer is going to keep them down. And Jordan Hicks, I'm expecting him to have a decent outing. The Mets are probably going to be going without Brandon Nimmo tomorrow. So uh, and maybe for even a while after that. So let's take a look at what the Mets are going to be able to do. Against Hicks, I'm willing to bet that they're going to win this ball game probably three to one. Uh, I can't believe I skipped over this game. The the first game of the day, Brewers and the Braves. Corbin Burns against Max Fried, Milwaukee minus one forty five. Total of six and a half. Is this too? I know it's a day game with both of these pitchers, but six and a half just feels really low. Taking the over. I, that's too low of a number, and you don't get to see it very often. And Max Fried is having a very good year, but Max can give up three to four runs. And, and Burns, hey, he's had a few bad outings this year. It can happen. I'm expecting probably seven or eight runs to be scored in the ball game. Keep in mind, both these guys are not going to be pitching complete games. Devin Williams has not looked like the normal Devin Williams that we've seen these last few years. Obviously, Josh Hader's great. And, you know, we'll see what the bullpen can do after uh, – after Freed gets out of the ball game, but yeah, I take the over in this ball game, and I'm going to actually lean a little bit towards the Braves on the money line. Wow, take a little plus money action there. Look at you going for. I, mean, I dig for it. A little underdog. I'm, there might be a little bit of uh, of of uh, selfishness in that because I am I'm one friends with Max Freed. I believe in the kid, <laughs> and he was also my future pick for the NL Cy Young, which is still a very good ticket. All right. Uh, the nightcap of the day, we'll see Lucas Gilito against Zach Greinke. The White Sox are minus 160 on the road here as they look to take this series. I think that the run line will come in for the White Sox, but I'm not expecting a high-scoring game again. Lucas Giolito also looking phenomenal this year, but he is coming back right after having COVID. I'm not expecting him to go very deep into the ball game, probably four to six innings at best, but who knows? Maybe he goes out there and absolutely shoves. I'm just looking for a quality outing for him right off of the COVID list. Otani against Dane Dunning, the Angels minus 160 at the Rangers. What's your feel? Run line, run line, run line. They're for playing the against the ra- for the Angels, not the Rangers. My God, fade the oh, Rangers, Rangers all just year Rangers long. beat up on them tonight, so I don't know. Nah, <laughs> I'm not taking the one day. I'm not getting fooled. I know it's only Simeon and Seager over there. I'm going to go ahead and take the <laughs> take the Angels up with Otani, MVP, on the mound. He's also going to get a couple of hits. I'm, I'm looking forward to this game tomorrow because right now, Angels are must-watch baseball. Over a seven and a half, would you take that even with Otani on the hill? 
Mm, I'm going to stay away from it. Uh, it scares me a little bit because Otani's on the hill. He can either go a shutout or he can give up seven in the first two. I don't know which Otani we're getting yet. Mm, go Angels team total over four and a half. That's yes, right. absolutely. That's that's that, if you're getting that number, take that over. <laughs> Cody, I appreciate the time and the conversation as always, bud. We'll catch up again soon. Anytime, Scott. I have nothing to do at 1140 p.m., baby. <laughs> Call anytime. Who sleeps? No time for sleep? Come on, there's money to be won. <laughs> Haven't slept in decades. He's Cody Decker, former big leaguer. Catch him on the BetMGM MLB podcast and uh, big-time baseball, Odyssey Sports, BetQL. Does a tremendous job for them. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VCN, the sports betting network. Let's run through the Major League Baseball board here for Wednesday, give you the pitching matchups, and see if we can find some quick leans of uh, what we think is going to go down. Uh, Braves take on the Brewers. That is the uh, 110 Eastern time start. Corbin Burns against Max Fried. Milwaukee minus 145 with a total of six and a half. Tigers at the Rays. It's going to be Rasmussen against Eduardo Rodriguez. Tampa Bay minus 210, total of six and a half. Giants at the Rockies. San Francisco minus 160, total of 10 and a half. Kyle Freeland against Logan Webb. Twins at the A's. Minnesota minus 160, total of seven and a half. Dalton Jeffries, Sonny Gray. Uh, Diamondbacks at the Dodgers. Walker Buehler against Zach. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Jack Davies, total of eight Dodgers, minus 275. The Reds are at the Guardians. Cleveland, minus 135, total of seven and a half. Tyler Molly against Cal Quantrill. And uh, side note on this one, as uh, our very own Greg Peterson noted, that the Reds 
have now played, let's see, 16, where is it? 16 of their last 20 games have gone over. How about that? Looking at the uh, best over record in Major League Baseball, Cincinnati, 23-12-1 to the over, and especially at home, but they're not at home in this one. Uh, Astros, Red Sox, Luis Gar, uh, Luis, um, what's his face? Luis Garcia is going up against Nick Pavetta. Houston minus 145 with a total of nine. Nationals against the Marlins. Josiah Gray against Pablo Lopez. Marlins minus 190, total of seven and a half. Padres, Phillies, Zach Wheeler gets the start. Philly minus 150, total of seven and a half. Blake Snell makes his season debut for the Padres. Good to see him back from injury. Yankees at the Orioles, Garrett Cole, Jordan Lyles. Yankees minus 255 with a total of 7.5. The Mariners at the Blue Jays, Toronto minus 240 with a total of 8. Kevin Gosman on the hill going up against Marco Gonzalez. The Cardinals will be at the Mets. Uh, Max Scherzer on the hill against Jordan Hicks. New York minus 210 with a total of 7. Pirates at the Cubs. Drew Smiley goes for the Cubs. They're minus 150, but no pitcher has been announced for the Pirates just yet. Angels at the Rangers, Shohei Otani against Dane Dunning, LA minus 160 with a total of seven and a half. And the White Sox at the Royals, Lucas Giolito against Zach Greinke, White Sox minus 160 with a total of seven and a half. Blind analysis here. No research, no nothing. Looking at the names, blindly picking. Brewers over the Braves back in Corbin Burns. Um, Rays over the Tigers. They're heavily favored for a reason. Uh, Maybe the Rockies at home as an underdog, although I don't like going up against Logan Webb. Uh, Certainly like the the Twins. No read on the Twins A's, really. Dodgers, you got to like that matchup. Walker Bueller has the edge over Davies for sure. Don't hate taking the Reds at some plus money against the Guardians with Molly on the hill against Quantrill. Also, don't I don't hate the over. Like, like, like uh, we pointed out, 16 of their last 20. They're the best over team in Major League Baseball. Uh, also, don't hate going over again, Astros and Red Sox. It's every game. Uh, I bet it when it was a push, and I had major FOMO for not betting it here on Tuesday when the Astros hit five home runs in the top of the second inning off of Nathan Yavaldi. Third pitcher in baseball history to allow five home runs in one inning. That game easily went over. Nationals, Marlins, obviously it's the Mar- it's the Marlins. How could you bet on this Nationals team? They look so bad. Just the, the defensive inefficiencies are flat out embarrassing. As And they have the pitching edge. I mean, Lopez has just been incredible this season. Gray, meanwhile, not good numbers at all. Uh, it's It's got to be Marlins and probably figure out some way to get creative with this like we did here on Tuesday. My play of the day was the Marlins minus two and a half. Not the regular run line at minus one and a half. Minus two and a half. And they won by four. Five to one. I don't see any reason why this game's going to be any different. Because with Pablo Lopez on the hill, I, I 
I don't know if the Nationals are going to score. This is a Nationals team that in this series scored three, has scored three total runs. They had two runs in the first game of this series, two runs on five hits in the first game of this series, and in this game, they had one run on seven hits. All right, so they had 12 hits in the series, but they've only scored two runs. And the run on Tuesday came in the top of the eighth inning. The runs on uh, Monday, one in the first inning, one in the ninth inning. Marlins scored four in the bottom of the second in uh, the first game. They scored one in the bottom of the fifth here in this game. Marlins in the first five is is probably going to be a fire. Laying the half a run, of course. It's going to be juiced, but yeah, it's probably going to be the move. Also, I kind of, I kind of regret not attacking it here on on Tuesday. Now we had the red, we had the the Rays minus a one and a half anyway, so we hit. But the first five is just that should have been an auto bet. Rays they win the game eight to one, so obviously uh, we hit the minus a one and a half. They were up six to one after five innings. Shane McClanahan pitched a gem like we thought he was going to do. But something that you know you can track here is first five scoring, and the worst team in baseball in first five scoring is the Detroit Tigers. They average one point two two runs per first five. I mean, Tampa's not great, two point one four, but Detroit's the worst. The second worst, Baltimore. So, Yankees first five with Garrett Cole on the hill. Probably looks like a play. Uh, Let's take a look at some other games here coming up. Uh, Where were we? We left off uh, Padres and Phillies. Blake Snell getting his first start. Man, that is, um, that's, that's interesting. Zach Wheeler, you know, give him the edge at home. But again, we... Well, that that one needs a further dive. Yankees-Orioles doesn't need a further dive on the surface. It's probably what the move is here. Mariners-Blue Jays, yeah, I guess you back Gosman at home. This number, though, is really high. 240. Really high. The Mariners, though, their offense has been disappointing. And they, they, I had the Mariners in the first five today. That was the only loss was Mariners plus a half a run in the first five was our only loss. It was a 3 nothing game. All three runs came in the bottom of the second inning on a George Springer triple. That was it. Logan Gilbert allows just the three runs. He strikes out nine, but the Mariners were unable to do anything against Jose Barrios, who's really been struggling this season. And his advanced numbers have been terrible, but they could not muster any runs. And they could they avoid the sweep here? We'll, we'll find out. Scherzer on the hill for the Mets. It's almost like it, it's it's becoming like the Jacob Degrom scenarios, where 
you just you just back back him every time. Every single time he pitches. He suffered one loss on the season. That was a 3-2 loss to Philly. He allowed three runs in six innings. The following game, he responds with seven innings of one-run ball. He gets a no decision, and the Mets lose that game 2-1. to one. The Mets will pick up a win for Scherzer here on Wednesday. Just got to figure out how to play that game based on the numbers. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Get back into the NBA playoff conversation coming up. This is The Look Ahead here on v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 